Good afternoon, everybody. It's Friday. It's three o'clock Eastern time. So that means it's time to chat and chuckle. So I am here with my fellow co-host, Judy Luther. Hi, Judy. Oh, hi. How are you? Good. Yeah. And we have got Debbie Lucan today from Kids Around Dogs. Hi, Debbie. Hi. Hi. How are you? Debbie. Very good. Thank you. How are you, ladies? Good. We're always good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We try anyway. Yeah, we do try. Yeah, God loves, God loves a trio. Yeah. So, Debbie, I saw you. You were live about 20 hours ago. You were talking about Inside Scent Games. Were you? Is that what you were talking about? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Baking out in the UK, which is a revenge. Uh, but uh, people still love to take their dogs out, even if it's 28 degrees. Um, so, uh, instead of getting, uh, you know, beaten up in the street I thought I'll do a life instead yeah. and suggest what we can do instead of going out for a walk and with the stuff that you can do in, indoors even with things that you have around yeah. the house uh, you don't have to buy anything fancy and literally use the broomstick and uh, a couple of books yeah. <laughs> you know I, had. I, I, put, I put a blog out a couple of days ago and it was just a really short little blog about canine enrichment and it's too hot to take your dogs out so blah 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 it got shared like 150 times. I couldn't believe it because it was talking about canine enrichment for hot, hot weather days when you can't get your dogs outside. And it never really occurred to me that that would ever be a, a, a scenario in the UK. But I was talking I know, to my right? girl. Yeah, I know. I was talking to my girlfriend Sue this week. So I was telling Judy that I'm doing some virtual puppy classes with my girlfriend who lives in London. And she said to me, I said, okay, so what did you do this week? How much exercise is Daisy getting? She's a German shepherd, little puppy. She's so cute. Not that I would have a German Shepherd, but she's really cute. Um, <laughs> and she said, oh, we, we went to the park. And I said, well, how, how, how long at the park? Oh, 20 minutes. And I said, and how long to get to the park? She goes, oh, I drove her. I said, well, why would you drive us to the park? She goes, it's too hot to walk on the pavement. And I was like, it's too hot in England to walk on the pavement. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but apparently it's too hot to walk on the pavement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I have fake grass. And even the fake, the fake grass get much hotter right. than the grass. Grass, yeah. grass is really hot. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. like walking on fire, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have one of these. I, I I lost my old one, so this one is my new one. And it's an infrared laser. You can point it at the ground and tell how hot it is. Okay. And I've seen asphalt. <laughs> you people with your gadgets. No, but oh. you're going to... What's wrong with the back of the hand? What's wrong with the back of the hand? Because if I say the back of my hand is flying, <laughs> but if I tell a client, you know, that asphalt, it's 195 degrees, they can go, oh, 195 degrees yeah. or whatever it is. You, in the you UK. can prove it as well because you can show them, look, look what it is. Yeah, you can show that the blister. Yeah. <laughs> Debbie, don't, don't encourage, Debbie, don't encourage her. <laughs> I think Judy, Judy and I would become friends very, very quickly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we have all I, kinds of fun gadgets. I go out in the morning, put my hand on the road and go, well, off we go. We're good to go. Yeah. I've, I've been getting up at four o'clock in the morning to, to run my dog because after six, seven o'clock in the morning, it's just it's too hot. Not happening. If you run fast enough, they won't even touch the ground, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if they run fast enough, it's not the yeah. way I'm running, but yeah, absolutely. <laughs> So Debbie, what have you been up to since we left? We spoke to you at Geek Week, didn't we? Yeah, that was good. Yeah. yeah. So That's what's new? Good. What are you doing? What are you up to? So I feel, I feel like the Howard Stern of the uh, pet <laughs> industry. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? What's up? What's been happening? Yeah, 
Um, so lots and lots of cool stuff. But the coolest thing I'm really excited about is at the end of this month, mm -hmm. uh, beginning of, of August, the latest, we're coming out with a new course. And I actually think you would love to. It's a, a course on school dogs. Um, oh. Because as you know, I'm sure in the US it's the same. Um, school dogs are very popular now. And right. they have so many benefits in yeah. schools. They can yeah. have kids who are anxious. They can have kids who have problem reading. So lots and lots of stuff, that, you know, fantastic to have a school dog. But um, a lot of the time what happens, a member of staff or headmistress, whatever, have a dog and they go, that's it. I'm going to take him to school. And that's going to be the school dog now. It is here. Um, and it's not right. Um, <laughs> the dogs are often overworked. They don't get a chance to rest. They might even just be completely off the lead during class and things like this. Um, they don't. Um, they don't take breaks or yeah, all sorts of things. There is no so, body so, language. So, so, so if we're gonna do it, let's do it properly. Exactly, yeah, exactly yeah. my point. I think it's fantastic for yeah. school dogs, but yeah. it has to be done right. Yeah, um, yeah. And so why I've um, I've actually hired so Claire Lash, um, colleagues uh, for kids around dogs are pro professionals who is a behaviorist as well. She did the first part of the course and then uh, was handed over to Dr. Helen Lewis from the University of Swansea, who is completing the uh, the uh, writing and filming and everything. It looks really yeah. cool. I had oh, that's exciting! Like, Congratulations! Oh my God, I'm so yeah. excited! Like, yeah, yeah. I think so, I'm going to explode when I actually get. When are you When are you launching it in August? Yes. I have a question now the UK could be different than the US we have private schools and we have public schools and I have had school dogs that I've worked with a good 10 years ago they got a golden retriever puppy and we developed that particular program for that particular dog but we haven't seen it in public schools only in private schools in my area. Interesting, right? Yeah. 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 Um, so, why do you think that is? Do you think it's the cost or the time that needs I, to be put into that? I don't know that it's the cost. I think it's rules. You know, these schools are worried about a dog coming on property and potentially. Causing... I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I understand that. I know when we took over Dog Gone Safe and the Be a Tree program. One of the sort of non-negotiables as part of the Beer Tree program was that um, real dogs were not taken into schools to do these Beer Tree groups um, because you're often leaving the decision about the suitability of the dog in the hands of maybe somebody, because at, at Dog Gone Safe, anybody can get can do be a tree. They don't have to be a you know certified dog trainer that understands canine communication and social behavior. Mm. So I think the concern was always that if you have the wrong person with the wrong dog or someone that doesn't understand that potentially that could not end well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and that's why as well in, in kids around dogs, we, we want professionals when yeah. we, uh, we accept them. So yeah, that is the main. Yeah. And I'm guessing there's a bit of a liability concern. Oh, indeed, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I, the ones that I've worked with, um, they have been dogs that lived with like the dean of the school yes. and they would say you know i'm at school all the time i'm going to get this puppy prepared and we're going to take the and and they start literally at a very young age getting them in there and they don't they have very limited time when they're babies you know they're not hanging out all day they're in a room on their bed or whatnot you know resting but um yeah i'm seeing it more you know i'm only seeing it in the private schools so it's great that it starts somewhere i guess um 
it's funny because here I saw it more in public schools and okay. just like you found that he's a member of staff. And, all right, before we go any further, let's clarify, because in the UK, yeah. a public school is a private school. Oh, OK. Ah, that's okay. it. Yeah. <laughs> and in, the, in, in the US, a public yeah. school is a state-run school. Uh, yeah, that, I, I was always surprised by that. Yeah, yeah. 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 But no, then, yeah. yeah. Just, yeah. just, I'm, I'm just, just translating between the Europeans and the Americans. Yeah. I'm glad you got a translation there. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so then yeah. we're feeling the same way. The yeah. Um, oh, I don't know. It's fine. What I find is that yeah, it does. You know, it does take time. It does take commitment, um, and obviously money as well. Yeah. Um, and uh, maybe it's also up to the parents. Um, when is uh, a private UK private school? There is um, the parents. I think have a bit more say in certain things. Yeah, they. I think they have more power on the school board, yeah. don't they? Yeah. They do pay yeah. quite a lot to send their kids to private school. So I guess that's why they have yeah. a bit more of a say. So maybe that limits then the school as to what they can do. While yeah. public school, they have, well, still, you know, the government cannot decide for them. Uh, but um, they do have a bit more flexibility on that. And because at the moment there isn't um, a specific law uh, for school dogs, um, I guess they feel that they can, you know, they're allowed to do a little bit yeah. more in that respect. I, I always, I, I think the liability issue, Judy, in the US is probably the point, isn't it? Because it's exactly. such a religious society. And I have a question for Debbie about liability in just a minute, because we discussed it with Annie when Annie Phoenix was on last week yeah. and um, about, uh, you know, whether we're seeing an increase in dog problems, uh, you know, uh, we'll we get to that in just a minute. Mm -hmm. um, I, Carol Hussein, who was one of our steering committee members when we first started, I, I love Carol. Carol's in the UK, based in Wales. Do, do, do you know Carol Hussein? Carol's a, yeah, Carol, Carol's lovely. Yeah. Okay, I mean, Carol used to work with an organization, I don't remember their name, and they used to do that reading dog program. I always loved the idea of the reading dog program. Yeah, yeah. I always thought that would be a lovely program for children mm -hmm. who, yeah. um, to help you them know, read. And, it's very helpful because a lot of children they might not like to read uh, or they feel that maybe because they're not very uh, strong readers they feel they might get judged right. and you know a teacher might correct them or a, a grown-up anyway might correct them a friend would definitely correct them um a dog doesn't a yeah. dog just sits there and and listens yeah. <laughs> or least, you know yeah. think hopefully they do um so there is no judgment there is right. that freedom to make a mistake because no one is gonna make them yeah. feel you know like yeah. they've done something wrong yeah. um, i think there's two-sided benefits to that too because the dog benefits from it as well yeah absolutely right. yeah, yeah yeah it's yeah. a lovely bonding thing regardless of whether you're doing a school with a school dog or at home with your own dog it's, it's just really absolutely. lovely yeah so go, going back to the um the, the school dog program so is this a program that people can buy and then then distribute or do they have to get involved in learning about it is it it's definitely role in it. So how, how does it work? So this is, is going to be accessible only to the kids around dogs approved professional. This okay. is exactly to avoid that just anyone can just right. go, oh, I'll buy that course and then yeah. I'll, be, yeah. you know, I'll go out there yeah. and, and do it. it. Because we really want to avoid any problems, you know. Right. So instead, if they are uh, approved, that means that they've qualified, they've passed the assessment with us and uh, and then they take the course and and learn right. further what to do and stuff like that but then they will already have a qualification and a lot of mm -hmm. to be fair a lot of the kind of professional 
almost all of them <laughs> are yeah. also part of uh, PPG. So, you know, yeah. you already yeah. know that they are um, good people. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. There, there are people. Yeah, there are people. <laughs> are people. <laughs> you know, it's really funny, but a few years ago, um, somebody in a very derogatory fashion referred to PPG as being a tribe. And at the time, it sort of made yeah. me wins. But actually, I, I wear that badge with pride now. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. yeah. I can say tribe than cult. Right. Yeah, right. Well, some people do say that as well, to be fair. But... Oh, well. Everyone's their, the their own. Yeah. Oh, my That's God. Cool. Okay. So um, let's go on to my next question then, because we, we had the lovely Annie Phoenix on here a couple of weeks. Well, last week, I think it was, wasn't it? Mm -hmm. Last week. Yeah, yeah. last week. Um, and we were talking to Annie about reactive dogs and some of the problems of COVID and stuff. And then later in the week, we had, who do, then we had Barbara Hoddle on. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that yeah. was or after Annie, I think. Yeah, yeah. And Barbara was specialised in teenage dogs. We were talking about teenage dogs. But it, it seems to be the general consensus that we are seeing more, what we're hearing more in the media about dog fights and and dog problems. Are you are you seeing that in the UK? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And not only in the UK, you know, other countries as well. You think you can tell I have an accent? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm Swiss Italian, so yeah. I speak Italian as well. And so kind of automatically I do sometimes look at other news from you know Switzerland, Italy, yeah. France, and my dad sometimes sends me stuff as well. And it's always like bad news. Can you send yeah. me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, it is definitely and yeah. I don't know if it's because the media are telling us uh, or because people are coming out more with yeah. it as well. Because there are a lot of accidents you just don't hear about and they might be reported in the NHS but yeah. not in the news. And some people as well yeah. keep it hidden. They just sort it out at home unless it's terribly bad and they don't even go to the hospital or anything. They just yeah. uh, they But the accident still happens, even if it's not yeah. a terrible one. Uh, you know, the dog reacted. So something there upset the dog. And, right. and that also means that there wasn't maybe supervision. There wasn't a knowledge of the body language and things happened. Something happened that upset the dog. Um, and that means that it wasn't the right, perhaps the right, the right knowledge to know not to do certain things that would have yeah. upset you. So, yeah. yeah, I do believe there is a bit of a mix of stuff. And definitely the fact that during the pandemic, um, a lot more people got dogs. Um, so there are more dogs yeah. around. And well, I mean, I, I don't know why that surprised us, actually, because, I mean, I grew up with, we had no pets in my home growing up. We had a cat when I was very tiny because both my parents were professionals, they both worked. And it, the constant was, we are away from the home too many hours a day to properly care for an animal. Um, you know, so, and, I, and a lot of people feel the same way, don't they? That if they are away from the home for 10, 11, 12 hours a day, that's just not conducive to raising a, a pet. So suddenly when everybody's at home, there were probably a lot of people that thought, oh my God, this is great. I have the opportunity to get, without thinking about what might happen in a year or two years or, yeah. yeah yeah and also the kids were home too so right. you know there was, right. there was that difference that um that probably a lot of parents so i'm home kids are home oh perfect time to get to get the dog we've always wanted or yeah. to just give in on the on the request of the kids so you know whatever it was yeah. um and that's why as well prices for dogs were you know absolutely insane and um with all the consequences yeah. that, that's it as well. I 
only ever bought one dog, which is the, the doogie that I call her my sofa agility sports champion. Cause that's what she does. She's an agility. She's a sofa sports champion. Um, yeah, and she excels at it. She's great. Yeah. She can get on and off that sofa. Like you would not believe it. <laughs> um, so I, I, I did pay for her. It's the first dog I've ever bought because I've, I've always rescued and I'm not judging. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I wouldn't um, deem to judge when I did buy her though. I did feel that I would, that I was going to be judged because and that there are people can be very judgmental about that. Yeah. But a few days ago, I was sort of surfing the, uh, the rescue world because I've got my, I have to say this really quietly so my husband doesn't hear me. I've got my eye out for another dog. Um, <laughs> Just followed you home. Yeah. Well, you know, I have a girlfriend and we're sort of talking about whether she could just drop one over the fence one day and I can go, look what I found in the yard. Oh my gosh, um, grew. Grew. But I came across and I'm looking for a little chihuahua mix. I want a little lap dog. I want a dog that I can put in a backpack and go for a run with. So um, I found a website, $5,000 for a chihuahua. Crazy. As, as a puppy? Yeah. Is it a Gucci one? <laughs> It's crazy. It's just yeah, it's um, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It comes with the diamonds. Yeah, that, yeah, inc that includes the diamond studded collar. Yeah. Is that, that normal or is that just or is that the normal price people are paying for pets now? Well, I think it depends, right? It's a, it, the thing is, I've seen, I've, I've heard rather um, more expensive than that, yeah. at least in the UK. Um, and that was actually just before the pandemic, um, a lady I worked with had a Frenchie for £6,500. That's insane. That's, you get a car. <laughs> when, I, when I bought Doogie, I, I do a lot of work with Aussie Rescue. So I, call, I called my contact with Aussie Rescue and said, look, this is probably going to be the last dog I ever get. I've always had rescues. I've always spent years with, you know, trying to fix problems. Um, and the lady, I'm not going to name her name because I'm not sure she'd want me to, but she said to me, she said, Nikki, she said, do not be afraid of being judged. You have done so much in the rescue world. So I said to her, well, do you know anybody? And she goes, actually, I do. I have a colleague that works in Georgia who's has two Aussies and one of them won best in breed at Westminster like three years ago. And the only reason I'm telling you this is because that indicates to me that the dog, there's obviously this is a good line of dog. And I put a deposit down on a puppy and it was going to cost $2,000 for a dog that's coming out of a home that, that buys into puppy culture. The, all these dogs are hand raised, you know, they, they do, they video everything they do. So how on earth can somebody justify $5,000 for a chihuahua if some of the best breeders are only charging $2,000 for a puppy, for a pet puppy? I just don't understand it. I think that's because they can get it. Yeah. Yeah, they can get it. Yeah. 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 But that is, is it, there is, I always think that there is pros and cons to everything. Sometimes, like when prices went up so much for, for puppies, I thought, oh, maybe that is going to stop the impulse buying, right? And you go, that's, it's good that they cost so much because then, yeah. But then you have dodgy breeders that go, ha, I'm going to make a bucket of money. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. And that's, yeah. and that is then yeah. the cons. And yeah. I feel like if you, if you do your researches and you find, you know, like you, you did a good breeder and is, you know, is a reputable breeder that do everything that they can to make sure that the dog is healthy, the parents are healthy, and you can meet them and and they, yeah. you know, raise properly. They want 
the, they might have yeah. to put a little bit their prices up if yeah. everything else yeah. is going yeah. up. I'm sure in the US is the same. So it has to reflect with yeah. what is their expenses as well. And that's fair enough, but they're not going to be, you know, completely right. going, oh, I'm going to try triple the, the, my income because I can. Uh, they are still going to care for the family that the dog is going to go into right. rather than how much money they can make. And, and uh, well, and I, and while I was in that process of looking, I didn't get my dog from there in the end. It, it didn't work out because of the timing of litters. Um, I, I realized because I found a place in Orlando that I found on multiple different websites with multiple different puppies. And when I was messaging, I was getting the same person. And they're literally, and these dogs are literally being brought in from puppy mills and just being dropped off in residential homes. Cause she showed me, she showed me, I asked to see a video of the puppy. Cause at this point I was just pushing it. Cause I thought there's something really dodgy here. Mm. And she showed me a video of all these puppies in her house that were all being sold. And it was, where, are the, where are the parents? Oh, they're not on site. Yeah. Mm. But pet owners don't understand that, do they? They don't, they just don't understand that they're actually perpetuating the puppy mill industry by no. buying on the internet like that. It's very sad. So it's fact, a lot of people think they're saving the dog, don't they? Yeah. Your dog in a bad condition or whatever, or, or poor yeah. thing is, you know, is so skinny or whatever. Let's save it. But actually what you're doing, you're feeding into that dodgy market. And right. you are actually creating more reasons for those people to carry on doing what they're doing and to hurt other dogs, effectively. Yeah. So yeah. You're, you're not saving yeah. that one puppy. You're actually putting more yeah. in danger. Yeah. It's pretty yeah. sad. Yeah. It's, it is very sad. And I, I, honestly, I mean, we'll move on and talk about something more and more fun because um, I, I don't understand. I mean, I don't understand anything about dog breeding. It's not an area that I would profess to be even. I don't know anything about it at all. I just know that the puppy, that it's just a dreadful, dreadful industry. And it's just, yeah. it causes so many problems. And I do think there's a tie-in to that. And then what we're seeing at the back end in terms of these dogs that are not behaviorally sound and have got poor DNA and the behavior problems and it goes back into and ultimately we can we can end up with dogs that are just not safe yeah yeah yeah, yeah. For sure right. yeah 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 and they give other kind of problems uh anyway even if it you know even if it doesn't necessarily create an accident there are you know you're going to have a problem yeah. uh problematic dog and that can can affect the families in different ways uh, say that you have a dog that has separation anxiety, for example, you might not even be able to go to the cinema altogether because, you know, because the dog yeah. can't be left. Or, but if oh, I am so, I mean, I, I am so grateful to Milena Demartini and Julie Nysmith for the programs that they've got in the marketplace awesome. yeah, yeah. because I think it's really changed the fact that we're now, we now have special, people are specializing in it yeah. and are able to help and support over the internet. Because for me, it's one of those behaviors, I don't even know how I would cope with it because it does, it so restricts the family. It is such an emotional turmoil on the family. I mean, it, it, I mean, it impacts the family's quality of life. It's yeah, the worst yeah. behavior yeah. issue to deal with. Yeah. Mm. It is so impactful. Yeah. 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 And it's, you know, it's really upsetting to see a dog like, you know, suffering this much. Yeah. So you don't want that. It's just, it's all, yeah. you know, like yeah. the chain of, of, of events in a way. Yeah. Definitely, you know, a problematic dog, whatever the problem is, does have an impact on the family. But if you want to go on holiday and you have a reactive dog towards other dogs, for example, um, maybe you can't even be, you can't go to a dog border because very, I mean, here yeah. I live, the dog border is a home to home experience. And most of the time, dog borders will have other dogs. They might yeah. even have their own, yeah. or if yeah. not, they have clients. 
and they can't take a dog that's not going to get along with other dogs. So, you know, yeah. what are you going to do then? You can't even send to a kennel because there are other dogs. Uh, and that was... One of, what, but, but, even, but, but even separation anxiety, one of the things that I yeah. learned very early in my career is that separation anxiety, as in an, a, 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 an unhealthy attachment to a person, place or object, it's all very well. Say, I mean, when I owned a boarding kennel, we had this situation where somebody would arrive and say, you know, can I board my dog? Uh, um, and didn't admit the dog had separation anxiety and you find out afterwards they thought the dog was going to be okay because the dog wasn't on its own when in fact the problem is the dog being away from the owner not people I mean it's not you know sometimes a separation anxiety it's not a case that will pop, put them into daycare because even in daycare they, if the attachments with the owners they still have the problem yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it can be very very rough on everybody yeah yeah, yeah absolutely yeah. Yeah. Really so, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, um, okay. So you've got a new program coming out. So what else have you been up to? Didn't you win an award recently? I saw something on Facebook. Yes, about an award. The, what was the award you won? So it's a Theopathesis Award. Um, right. So if you know him, he's a, he's a very popular man in the UK. Though. Um, right. He's one of the dragons in Dragon's Den. And I believe. He's oh, yeah. Yeah. He's great. Yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah. I say I know Theo. I don't know Theo. Okay, I, know, I know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> talking okay. about you over dinner <laughs> yeah yeah thank you for that yeah <laughs> so yeah so i was uh lucky enough to to win um uh, his award and so next uh, next year actually i'll be meeting him in february oh cool a big event so uh yeah. i'll be meeting him and i'm gonna brag about it no end <laughs> you can be sure of that. <laughs> wow that's great yeah, when are you meeting him? I'll have to time it with a trip to the UK. I can pop in. And, uh... <laughs> Strangely enough, oh, I'm your first one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In Birmingham somewhere. We haven't okay. got the um, the location yet, but it's okay. the end of February. I'm not telling you the day, because <laughs> you're really going to show up. I will. I'll be knocking on your door. Hello. <laughs> where's, my, where's my plus one ticket? I'm your driver. Yeah, Julie can come along as well to regulate. Yeah, you can come along as a behavior regulator. Yeah, there you go. Come and regulate behavior. Yeah, that's too funny. That's too funny. So didn't I didn't I see some coloring books or something else that? Yeah. Oh my gosh! You know what? Thank you. You see? Because I forgot. Yeah, I got you. I got you back here. I got one. Oh, and and here's one I prepared earlier. I did actually forget about it. So yeah, there it is. Cool. And so what we're, what we're doing is actually a series of uh, books to mm -hmm. um, help children about knowing um, body yeah. language and then they color in and there are like explanation of what you're looking for. Right. And at the end, they do a little, a little game. And if they let us know the answer to the game and it's correct, they get a certificate. And what nice. we're doing, so we're gonna have a series of books, a little booklet. And uh, when they complete the, the, or the whole series, when it's all finished, because it's not finished yet, they're yeah. also going to get one of our pins that I didn't prepare earlier, so I'm trying to dig one She's out. going to prepare it really quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but then we get there. But here's one <laughs> I didn't prepare earlier. Nice. Now. <laughs> 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 so then at the end, they in the post yeah. a little, uh, the little uh, uh, pin. Yeah. Uh, so yes. Yeah, so this is that. Yeah, that's a uh, quite um, a lovely uh, news there, right. and that is you know very accessible. Yeah, it's very cute. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Yeah. 
very excited about this. So, so can people get those now? Can people buy those now? Yeah. Where can yeah, they get them? They're from? on the website, kidsarandogs.co.uk, and there are our merch, and then you can find that there. It's five pounds. Not don't know how much it is in dollars. It's it's five it's five dollars. This is the first yeah. time. Oh my gosh! Oh. I you know when I left the UK in nineteen ninety six, mm. I was working in the Caribbean, but I was being paid in dollars. Right. And I always felt my dollar wasn't very powerful against the sterling, which it wasn't. Yeah. Uh, my husband and I were in the process of buying a house in the UK. So we are looking, so, so we're very in, so we were sort of very in contact with what's going on with money and stuff. And I think this is the first time ever that the dollar is almost online with the pound. Oh yeah. yeah. So are you coming back to the UK then? We're going to come back for a few months every year. Oh, yeah. that's like a holiday yeah. home in a way. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Yeah. And where about? Don't know. Uh, probably Wales, actually. Oh, right. Oh, yeah. It, it, it'll be in the country where there's a lot of running trails. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You want it, yeah, it has to be close to running trails. Yeah, um, yeah, it's, oh, kind of, it's kind of exciting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, so five pounds is five dollars, but so yeah. they can go, they can go to your website, they can go on the website yeah. and they can uh purchase it there. That okay, um, what else is new? What else is new? Oh my gosh, well, we still obviously have the protocol to overcome the field dogs in children. Mm -hmm. And uh, that is, is still very popular. I think it's, it's getting more and more uh, popular, in fact. Right. People know now that there is a solution yeah. to that problem. Yeah. Um, and uh, we are there to help with that. Yeah. And so let still, me, yeah. Let me ask you a question about your program. Do, yeah. uh, is there anybody in your program who's teaching kids around dogs that doesn't have their own children, or are most of them parents? Or quite a few don't have. Then so yeah. we can do it, Nikki. Yeah. No, I just, I just remember years ago, it was like in 2010 or something, I remember talking to Jennifer Shryop from um, Dogs and Storks, um, Family Paws now, and um, I, I was looking at her program, because I did have a lot of clients that had children, and she, the, the course was really in-depth, and she was sort of just talking to me on the phone about some of the stuff, and actually I was like, oh my god, I can't do this, I don't know any. I mean, I thought kids were born with teeth until about 10 years ago, I didn't, I had no idea. Some are, though, some are. are they? I mean, I, I know so little about the development of children and the early ages um, that I thought, you know what, I, I still do or I still did do dog training with families, but it's not something that I would have gone out there and actively solicited because I, I, I'm not, I, I mean, I'm quite honestly, I'm scared of children. I'm not comfortable around them at all. Um, so, yeah, I have a fear of children. Tiny little humans. Yeah, and Judy and I always laugh about it because we don't have children. It's like, well, here we are giving advice to parents. And we don't That's right. So, I'm sure Judy knows a lot more about it. Do you have any nephews or nieces, Judy? I have nephews and nieces. I have two nieces and two nephews, but they're in their 20s now. Yeah. See, so, I, have an, I have a nephew and a niece. They're 16 and 21. It's hard I, to remember. Yeah, I was not a part of their upbringing. I mean, I saw them when they were like five, and then I saw them when I could buy them a beer, and that was great, you know. <laughs> best time yeah. ever <laughs> yeah yeah and I love them now because I literally can go out and spend the day with them and have fun with them but when they were little it was sort of like what what do you do with them I mean what do we, I know what, what do you do what do with they them? do they just sort of don't do anything yeah. <laughs> but cry sometimes yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean you have, to, you have to wind them up or something I mean how what yeah. makes them work you give them ice cream and cookies and now then you send yeah. them home yeah, and then, yeah, all jacked up on sugar. Yeah, right. Absolutely. You can't seriously worry me, Lily. 
<laughs> I know. We worry each other. I know. It's a common theme. <laughs> I just put the link to the coloring book page and to your website also in the Thank comment you. section on the Facebook page. Cool. Any comments there? Any questions we need to answer? Um, we're, flying, we're actually flying solo today because Rebecca King, who normally does the stuff behind the scenes, left us unsupervised, which is always oh, a bit no. dangerous. It's always a big mistake. <laughs> I, can I just say that when we are looking um, about you know not having children, I always think that it doesn't matter whether you have children or not, and whatever whether uh, the the uh, dog owners also have children or not, because children are everywhere, and even though you're still looking for the on and off button, there, <laughs> there is still they're still everywhere, aren't they? When you go to the park, there might be kids. You go you know you go for a walk, there might be kids around. So it, it's still good to to prepare dogs. Uh, for that event of meeting kids yeah even if yeah. they don't meet with them or one day a friend god forbid might have a child and then shop at your house with <laughs> uh, well the, the girlfriend that has the puppy that i'm helping does have a child he's now 29 and um many years ago i was left in charge of him for an afternoon oh my god with with the nanny, there was a nanny, but I was left in charge with the nanny, and um, we we actually sneaked outside for a cigarette, and he and he was in one of those, you know, those things that you put them in that they can roll around in. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And we, we left him in the dining room, and we could see him, and we thought he's, he's okay. Um, and the next minute, he was moving towards the, the back patio, and the next minute, dump over the patio. <laughs> and the next minute, it's like, oh, hospital stitches, off we go. Yeah. <laughs> I like that you just observe the whole movement, and you go, I'm just going to finish the cigarette. <laughs> no, honestly, I mean, I mean, I mean, jokes aside, it's a good job. It was my longest, dearest, closest friend that I went to college with, lived with. I mean, there's nothing that could damage our relationship, nothing. That was a really good test because when she got back that when she got home from work that I was living overseas at the time and was there on vacation. So I was just hanging out with Faye, the nanny and, and Thomas. And um, she got back that night and Faye was in tears. I mean, she thought she was going to get fired. And I said, I'll, I'll, I'll deal with this. Let me handle this. I'll take the blame for this. And I went outside and Sue got out of the car and she just looked at me and she went, what have you done to Tom? And I said, he's fine, but he's, he's going to have a really nice scar when he gets older. He's going to be really hunky. He's going to have a really nice scar. <laughs> And, but it's it's scared it scared me to death because I and that's a really good example of how you know a lot of women go oh, you'll just know what to do you don't know what to do they don't come in instruction manuals you do not know what to do with them you don't know what to do when they come out of you let alone I mean, not. right it never occurred to me that he would be able to move at that pace and then flip it over and land on his head it just didn't occur to me that he didn't do that well you know they're kind of head heavy. That's and I, I, me. I will add, there was a dog involved at the time as well. They had a black Labrador at the time. And I think um, the dog was sort of moving with him in this little thing. He started getting better and better. Right. So, <laughs> you know, in hindsight, that was a really good, uh, don't go, Nikki, stay away from children and stay away from children and dogs. Not, not a good combination. I can't believe she trusted you. I know, right? Well, she actually trusted the nanny. I mean, she had a living nanny. Okay. Yeah. She should know you're a bad influence on the nanny and the baby. Yeah. yeah. And the dog. Yeah. But it, I mean, <laughs> that, but it really scared me because it just goes to show you how, like, that, how things can change so, so quickly. Yeah. Yeah. With, with children and with dogs. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. just the, 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 the interaction. But people are going to think I'm all on Say a situation like this, right? I know it didn't happen. But say that the child has fallen onto the dog. 
-hmm. The dog could have gotten scared and as a reaction, it could have turned around and bit the kid. Luckily, it didn't happen. Yeah. And of course, you would have completely blamed the nanny, obviously. But I'm saying these are the kind of things that could happen, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I get somebody that I know and respect, and I'm, I'm not going to mention their name, and I couldn't if I wanted to because I'd forgotten. Put a, put a <laughs> picture. Of, so much. Seriously, they put a picture on Facebook a couple of days ago of this gorgeous baby lying on a sofa with a golden retriever, and both of them just look really super relaxed. I look at that and I just go, no, I can't watch. I just can't watch. And I know that I overreact to these situations because lots of parents do this with their dogs and kids and they're safe. Um, and I also yeah. know, and Judy, you know this because somebody put a picture of a, a St. Bernard on Facebook a few days ago and asked about a behavior and you said the dog looks like it's in pain. However, right. you can't determine, you know, and you said you yourself, you've got to be careful because from a picture, right. you're just getting a glance in time. Right. So, but I do, I mean, I, I'm, I'm so cautious with dogs and children. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean, I have, I have, when I take my dog out, people sort of gravitate towards and like, no, no, step away from the dogs. Thank you. And <laughs> the mom's like, oh, the kids are okay. And I'm like, but I don't know if my dog is. I mean, she's not been raised around children. I, I told, I told this story before about the friend of mine who had the border collie and she played, she did, she was in the Frisbee club with us and we went to some event and there's kids everywhere. And her common phrase was, I'm sorry, but she just doesn't play well with others. And if that didn't work, she would just say, she's contagious. And that was the quickest yeah. way for parents to grab the kids. Oh, she's contagious. Contagious with what? Shedding fur? I don't know. But, you know, she had yeah. some kind of excuse to kind of get her, you know. Yeah. Well, that, I'm sure that works a treat. So why not, you know, yeah. whatever whatever uh, helps your dog and other people as well in that, in that scenario. You know, dogs are the most amazing creatures because given everything that we, we as a species, everything we do to them, it is, I find it incredible that there are not more dog bites. Mm. Oh, yeah. exactly. Absolutely. I mean, you, you only have, you only have about... to go to a garden fair or something or a, a summer mm. day out where there's dogs and children and families. And as professionals, we sort of look at the landscape and go, oh, no, get, oh, go, stop, you know, because you see all this stuff going on and yet it just got, nothing happens. And, well, and it, does, it does happen because that's why we sort of react like that, because we know that if it goes wrong, it can go wrong pretty quickly. It doesn't happen as much as we expect them to with the knowledge that we have. Yeah. And it's, you know, because sometimes some of these places are just inundated with dogs and kids. Yeah, yeah. And if you do the math, there should be like 30 yeah. kids laying on the floor with bloody face. But, yeah. you know. Right. I mean, I, I wish I could remove the level of knowledge because I would enjoy dogs a lot more. Because oh at the God. back of your mind, you're always thinking, well, you know, ignorance really is bliss. When you really don't is. know what you don't yeah. know. When you do know, you know that when it goes wrong, it can go wrong. Yeah. And yeah. It, sometimes it's really you, the pleasure it because I, I often think that I used to have much more fun before yeah, <laughs> but yeah. I didn't know exactly <laughs> like, oh, those photos on Facebook oh that's nice now I'm like oh, yeah <laughs> I'm not enjoying it anymore <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely definitely is anyone watching on Facebook got any questions for Debbie we're talking about we're talking with Debbie from um kids around dogs so um Debbie what do you think while while people cogitate that what do you think are some of the sort of very easy things that we can tell pet owners that can immediately change scenarios. So if somebody's got children and they've got dogs, what, what sort of a quick th tip that we can give? 
And um, the first thing I know it sounds obvious, but it's always worth repeating: supervise your kids, and yeah. that I mean, and I mean really supervise, yeah, like active supervision. So if you're cooking, for example, you're not supervising the kids and the dog. Yeah. If you're on your phone watching us talking, you're not supervising the kids. You're having a dog. cigarette outside. Yes, you're having a cigarette yeah. outside with the nanny. Yeah. You're not supervising. Yeah. yeah. So, you yeah. know, if you're if you're going to the toilet, yeah. you're not supervising. Yeah. Even if you think oh, I'm just going to go to the kitchen, put the kettle on, you're not time. You're not supervising. Right. If you have to do those things, fair enough. Then put a gate between the kid and the dog, right. a can, a door, whatever. Yeah. Pick up the kid and take it with you, or leave the kid there and take the dog with you. But don't yeah. do not. Yeah. Chances, even so, if it's just a second because we don't know what's going to happen in that second. Debbie, so, what age do you recommend that you can loosen up on that a little bit? That's a, a really good question because I'd say like 25, 26. <laughs> yeah. Maybe 30. <laughs> no, I would say about, again, generalizing here because everyone is different, but roughly about maybe from 10 to 12 is when you can start relaxing a little bit. When I talk, when I think about like uh, my daughter is eleven, Molly's eleven. She, she you know, she brought up with dogs, so she was born with the dog around. You know, yeah. I mean? right. dogs are no longer that novelty. So it's not like she's gonna go nuts around. Like, and she knows it's my job, so you know, I'm really obsessed with it, with her as well. So she knows her stuff. So I know I can leave her now alone with the dogs. But if I were say that she had never had a dog around and we are adopting a puppy. Uh, or the, you know we have a new puppy or even a six month old so I wouldn't leave her alone yet because there is still too much that she wouldn't know. Right. Um, how, how old is she Debbie? She's 11 now. Okay 11. But I've always yeah. used that number too 10 to 12 and I don't know where I heard it or where I came up with it or maybe I just made that up but I mean, <laughs> wait a minute my, my, money's on, my money's on that one. <laughs> I think so. Um, I guess right. Um, I've had parents say really? And you know, it, it's you really have to discuss it with them to help them understand the importance of it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. But I think baby gates are the most important thing you can have in your home. But, what, but, but, but what's changed? Because, and we had this conversation with Annie as well. I mean, what has changed in our society? Because I remember, I mean, I grew up in the UK. I grew up in an environment where the neighbor's dog, I mean, we used to laugh because our neighbor's dog, Scruffy, every day would go walking past the house and we knew where he was going. He was heading down the main road to meet his mum who was getting off the train. And, oh. and everybody would stroke him and, he, you know, people would, I mean, my husband says when they used to go um, out as groups of kids, there was always one of them that had the family dog and they would tie him up and go in the store or not even tie him up, just say wait and the dog would wait and they'd come out, pick him up and off they went. When did it stop being safe or acceptable to do that? I, I have an idea on that, and Debbie, tell me if this is right. I think that we nowadays have too high of expectations for our dogs, and therefore too much pressure is being put on them, and they aren't given choices. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that's the first thing I talk to every client about. You've got to find ways to give choices, whether it be what they right. eat or which direction they walk. And I think these dogs are so frustrated, it gets to a point where they're mm -hmm. going to not explode, but they're just going to yeah. break down at some point in time. Yeah. You know, I think there's too much training done. They they get these dogs to be very mechanical and just the pressure. 
So yeah, don't I mean, I mean that's the right answer. Yeah. <laughs> but that's a, that's a conversation that is coming up so much now, isn't it? And we'll, we'll jump back on that in just a minute. I'm going to let Debbie answer that because I'd be interested in her I, I completely opinion. agree with Judy there. Yeah. Definitely, they, our dogs have less freedom than before, mm. less uh, power of choice as such. And yeah, overtraining. And you know, I made the same mistake when I got mm. Winnie. Um, I over I was overtraining her basically um, because I yeah. thought she has to be the perfect dog. Oh my God, you know, this is my job. And uh, and actually, once I took a step back and I thought, no, she's she's also her own person. She yeah. also has her own mm-hmm. opinion. Uh, gosh, with yeah. you know, the best walks are the ones where she gets to choose where we go. Mm. Yeah. Okay, do you want to turn left or Alex turn left? As long as everyone's safe, of course. Yeah. Um, we play great. we play a game called Jess, which my husband and I created. It's actually a running game that's based on chess. And there's a lot of rules for this game. And um, we're actually going to publish it because I, I think it's a great game. But we, we also incorporate our dog into this game. And basically the game is that there's two ways you can play the game. The game is either based on speed or location distance. So we'll start a run and I'll say, OK, we're going to do 10 miles, which means that we're going to do 10 miles from here. And the, and the 10th mile has to end up back at the house. When you come to a left or right turn, you take it in turns to decide which way you go. If you take somebody down a dead air, if you take a left turn and the other person then cannot choose a good decision and ends in a dead end, they lose points, which means they lose time. So so basically you go out on these routes and it can be quite competitive because you're trying to screw the other person basically, (laughs) yeah? Um, By calling left, rights or straights. But we also allow our dog to play. So when, when we take Doogie for the first two or three miles, if she wants to, she, she starts to go left, we go left. And then the next person has to make the call because there's nothing worse. I hate seeing people just dragging their dogs around on walks or runs and the dog's With not any choice. You know, they're holding their phone. I just saw somebody walking two yeah. golden retrievers. They're looking at their phone. The dogs are off on their own and it's not... Uh, interactive yeah. game anymore yeah. interactive activity yeah and you know maybe that's yeah. thing that's why also sometimes you see people not picking up after their dogs because they're not even looking what their dogs are doing well i mean you know this morning on my run there's a big pile of dog poop in the middle of the road and you just think there's no way somebody didn't see that i'm sorry yeah, yeah. i mean it was as big yeah. as a house i mean you couldn't not see it I mean, I'm looking around going, where's the bloody horse? There's got to be a horse around this. So you know what? I would be looking around going, who's feeding that dog that really crappy kibble that's yeah, causing all that bulk out? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But no, no, I, I mean, I think you're right. I think both of you are right. And I think, I mean, Judy and I talk about the overtraining because, I mean, the, the older I get and the more experienced I get, there's like, I think there's like four things I would teach my dog. Walk nicely, come when, come when called, let's go because it can get you out of Dodge and leave it. And I think that is pretty yeah. much all I would teach. And the rest of it is all about making sure that she feels behaviorally happy and enriched and stress-free. The rest of it is good. Yeah. Yeah. And, and obviously, and then um, if you're bringing a puppy into the house, socialization and um, house training. Other than that, I honestly have no interest in sits, down, stays. I just, no. You don't need, if the rest of it's in place, yeah. you don't need it in, in a house, in a normal environment. And, you know, I started a, a program a while back, and one of the things that we do is a lot of social learning in this program. And I tell people, why do you think about why you're teaching something? Yeah. Do they need it? I mean, why are yeah. we teaching sitting down? But, you know, I do want my dog to wait at the door. 
but he learns that or she learned that by watching me wait at the door. So there's yeah. easier ways to do it, but you know, yeah. I think so much pressure, people don't know those easier ways yeah. in many cases. Yeah. Yeah. There is one thing to decide, especially when there are like kids in the family, um, that there is like a, some things like, for instance, a down is something I do like to teach to big dogs when there are children around and wait. Yeah. Because, yeah. because yeah. of that, you know, because yeah. of the, the craziness that it can be, for example. Yeah. So a wait can be quite yeah. handy there. And because kids, you know, I want kids to interact with the dogs. I want kids to do stuff with the dog. So sometimes we have so many tricks then, all right, let's teach you dog. Oh, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely, yeah, Debbie. I mean, I, I, and I do do a lot of stuff like that because it's, and this training is constantly yeah. very enriching. So yeah. I do do a lot of training with my dog because it's something that we do together. We do agility, we, we run, we walk, we do tricks. But, but I don't do it as a for, I don't do it it's as a means to an end of control. I do it as a way of building a relationship and connection. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. And that's exactly yeah. it. So, you, you know, I, I always like make a point to say, you yeah. know, we're going to do some tricks. So it's yeah. not, uh, you're not going to do this because you want to, to show your will to the dog. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. just fun, really. Yeah. It's just fun yeah. for and, everyone. And you know? We yeah. talked about that. I don't remember. I think it might have been with Barbara. Um, because it takes the pressure off the people too. They're not yeah. expecting perfection, yeah. you know. Going back to training with this puppy classes I've been doing online with my girlfriend and her husband, it start, when we first met, it was like, okay, talk to me about the sort of rules of the house so that we all get on the same page here. Can the dog get on the sofa? Is the dog, no, no, no. I mean, and Sue's like, well, yeah, Mark's like, no, 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 dog's not getting on the sofa. Dog doesn't need to be on the sofa. Yeah. Okay. And I'm, I, it goes, it looks at me, goes, why, why the look? I said, well, I said, I mean, my dog goes wherever she wants, but if that's, if that's the, what you want in your house, it's not, I'm not going to judge you for that. And then the next thing was, you know, no dog on the bed. And I'm like, well, that's a shame because some of the best times I spend with my dog are lying on the bed before I go to sleep and when I get up. And I'm thinking, what a, what a, I mean, you're sort of missing out on some of the best, most relaxed mm -hmm. times together. Anyway, and I, so he sort of, no, 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 no dog on the bed. So, um, and I knew as the time went on, he'd come around, but, you know, it goes back to the, if I push back on him, he's just going to dig his heels in. So right. I, just, I just left it and we're just working through the program and I got a phone, uh, a picture sent on WhatsApp the other day. The, the sofa became such a fight every night because the dog's like jumping from one sofa to the other. And they're like, in the end, Mark just went, oh, for God's sake, have, have the sofa. So Sue walked into the room and said, where's the dog? And Mark's like, I don't know where the dog is. I have no idea where the dog is. He doesn't want to look at the dog because he feels if he looks at the dog, he's like, well, the dog's, the dog's going, no, 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 no. No, the dog is not dog, going, no, 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 no. Thank no. goodness I have a soft place to lay. Right. I mean, but, but people still think that, don't they, that the dog's trying to get one over me. It's like, when did we get to the point where we thought our dogs were trying to, you know what? The dog is never going to learn to drive the car. They're not going to steal your credit right. card and they're not going to go out and buy their own house. Honestly, they might eat the credit card though. Honestly, I can guarantee you they are not trying to take your place in the family. I can guarantee well, it. And I think that all started coming around with these TV, a specific TV trainer. You can say his name as long as we're factual, there's no problem. Okay, but yeah. what's yeah. that might be subjective. I don't know what we're talking yeah. about. Yeah. But I mean, you know, that was all about taking control, right? And yeah. being the alpha which we know that's not a thing Absolutely. but i think that's where we started seeing that interestingly yeah. enough that tv show wasn't hasn't been available in my area and we're seeing a change yeah. 
and attitudes about dogs. On the other hand, we have a huge increase in shot collar trainers. And I do yeah. think that that's where we're seeing some increase in aggression coming through. Yeah. And that can even be generational, right? You yeah. train a dog using shock and the dog's highly anxious. Well, what happens if that dog has puppies? It's yeah. that whole epigenetics thing, right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, there's so many factors yeah. that are, it's hard to put a finger on it. It is. It is. I mean, look, at the end of the day, Barbara Hoddle said something. I actually used it in my blog the other day and people picked up on it. She was talking about a dog going from being um, unemployed to self-employed. You don't want a dog going from unemployed to self-employed, yeah? yeah? Which I just thought was hysterical. But Barbara said, and she said it so eloquently, that if the dog feels safe, the dog's going to be safe. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's what it all boils down to, isn't it? If the Feeling. dog feels safe, why are they going to demonstrate or do any behavior that is unsafe for you or your family? So we, we've got to just connect with our dogs on an emotional level and make sure that they feel safe. And if they feel safe, they will be safe. And we need to support them when yeah. they need help. You know, yeah. I, if, if a child comes up to a dog and we're not supporting that dog and getting yeah. out of that situation, yeah, then the dog isn't going to trust us and the dog's yeah. going to feel more anxious around children next time. I also have to think, right, if you're not going to help me, I'm going to have to help myself. And mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and you're not going to like the result. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. also something I always think when, when people say, oh, my dog is trying to win one over me or something. I always think, my gosh, we decide when they eat, what they eat, mm -hmm. uh, where they eat, if they're going out for a wee, then yeah. who they're going to play with, if they play, if mm -hmm. they may. If they, right. Yeah, we decide everything, literally everything. We decide yeah. when they're going to die, yeah. like everything. Yeah. I try. I, I, I my, yeah, I mean, I always tell clients just... At any given opportunity, let your dog make decisions for themselves. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's why I like dog doors. It's why it's why even when you live in a homeowner association, you can't fence your property. You can put a little fence outside. So that, I mean, some dogs don't even can't even go out to the bathroom without having to ask for it. Right. Yeah. I mean, some of the sort of basic needs they can't do. So. And, you know, people sure wouldn't take a job that they had to ask. Oh, can I yeah. go to the bathroom now? Can I go get yeah. a drink of water? Or can I get a snack? And yeah. and that's kind of, yeah. you can know. Can I lie down? Can I get on this chair? Can I sit down? Can yeah. I, yeah. Am I allowed on this sofa? No, no. Yeah. Again, you know, like with, with some families, when there are, especially when there is more than one child in the family, or if there are difficult kids in the family, um, then I might suggest, right, don't let the, the dog upstairs then, because bedtime can be a challenge, really a challenge. Right. So maybe having the dog upstairs makes it, more difficult yeah, for the family yeah. and could could then uh, you know you get distracted a second the dog goes into the room the kid is screaming because it doesn't want to go to sleep you know, literally bedtime can be such a stressful time for families so in that situation i'd be like all right okay let's put a staircase at the bottom of the stairs and that's yeah it. absolutely that's yeah then. absolutely yeah and in that yeah. case you know then you have yeah, it. yeah. when yeah. the kids are finally in bed go on the yeah. sofa with the dog and yeah. <laughs> relax yeah adult time. adult time adult <laughs> time yeah um but you know, like, thank goodness you put that gate up <laughs> right <laughs> right yeah yeah i mean they don't even get um Chirag did a video a few days ago i saw it actually yesterday morning and he was talking about um that sometimes and i'm really bad with this when my dog comes and lies next to me i always have to be hugging on it and invariably she'll get up and walk away and my husband's like you see it's why she comes and lies next to me because i don't touch her i just let her be there yeah. And Shirag was, was, was saying that very thing that sometimes our dogs want to connect with us and be next, but they don't want us petting them. No, no, yeah. No. yeah. And my dog will lie on the sofa, like, you know, back in the air, legs on my husband, and he'll just, 
if he strokes her once and she pours him, he'll keep stroking her. And if she doesn't, he goes, stop. Yeah. And she and that's why she stays there all night because I'm like looking for nits and looking at her teeth and checking her ears and <laughs> yeah, like, for God's sake, leave the dog alone. Yeah, so there's a very mumsy thing to do, you see. Yeah, things are very yeah. Well, because I think myself, you know, this is here, here. She is nice and relaxed. This is a perfect time just to sort yeah. of have a little look around, make yeah. sure everything's good. And the, and she's like, for God's sake, stop it! Would you give me a break? Yeah, I'll let you know if I need something. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, oh, I'm definitely her mum. There's no doubt about it. I have no, you know, people always say, "Oh, your dog's a replacement for your child," and they think it's an insult. Yeah, yeah, they are absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's, that's pretty accurate assessment. Absolutely. My yeah. first dog was definitely my first child. Yeah, sure. It was that we adopted him when uh, uh, my husband and I had just got married, and uh, we obviously didn't have children yet, and. Uh, and so I always wanted a dog. Like Trinity, I didn't, I didn't grow up with uh, with dogs. I was desperate. My, my parents were working, but I'm grateful as a as a grown up. Then I realized just how much we did because yeah. we didn't have a dog. So yeah. you know, fair enough. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, 26. I had to wait until I was 26 before I got my first dog. So Pixel was. I was 30. 30. I was 30 before I got my first dog. Yeah. So yeah, Pixel yeah. was my child. It was uh, it was my my baby boy. So yeah, yeah. and then um, I had the human one. <laughs> but um, you know, and I don't see anything wrong with that. He yeah. he loved to like, and still the dogs are the ones that are super happy to see me when I come back home, mm -hmm. and no one else has even noticed they left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that, yeah. Yeah, the other day I came back in and Rick's like, "Have you been somewhere?" So I've been gone an hour and a half. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. I left yesterday. Yeah, yeah, last Friday. Yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. Well, we're, we're running out of time here, so I, th I think we should close this out by Debbie. Just, just let everybody know how they can find you. What, what, what your website is. If, if they're interested in the program or the membership or the coloring books or maybe being your plus one at the awards dinner. Yeah. <laughs> you are going to be my plus yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> So uh, the website for Kids Around Dogs is uh, kidsaronddogs.co.uk. Uh, we are still accepting uh, members. So if you'd like to apply to be a Kids Around Dogs professional, you can send an email to kidsaronddogs at gmail.com. Uh, some informations are also on the website if you want to have a look. We are on Facebook, uh, Instagram, TikTok. Insta, you're on Insta. Insta, yeah. Insta uh, like everywhere. And um, so yeah, get in touch. Uh, the booklet is on the website as well if you like to purchase it. I put the you link in. Actually, yeah. have it here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you, Judy. You're you're managing all this stuff behind the scenes. I'm just sitting yeah. there going, okay, who's getting my next cup of coffee? For well, me? because I know Rebecca <laughs> will be like, you girls, didn't you? You supposed to. Do. <laughs> So she said to me today, she said, um, do you need me today? And I said, well, Debbie's on. We know Debbie really well, so we, we should be good. I can manage a conversation and doing a few things behind the scenes. And she was like, are you sure? I said, yeah, Judy's on as well. We'll, 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 we'll figure it out between the two of us. One of us. One, one, of, us will, one of us will get it licked. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. All righty. Well, Debbie, thanks for joining us. It's always fun to chat with you.
thank you so much yeah. for having me. It's lovely chatting for you, ladies. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, and let us know yeah. as soon as that new. Let us know as soon as the um school dog things goes goes live. Yeah, definitely, I will. And we sure. can um, you know, you should you should do a little blog for us for pets and their people. Would love to. Yeah. yeah. Thank you very much. Yeah. 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 Do a little blog for us for pets and their people. That'd be a great way to to get it out Fantastic. there. Fantastic. Okay. Thank you. Really. All right. Well, <laughs> you have a fabulous weekend, and we'll um we'll talk to you soon. Thank you. You too. Thanks, Thank Debbie. you very much, everyone. Thank you. Bye. 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 Bye.